From the Podcast Network at Family Life, this is Married with Benefits, where we are on a relentless quest to help you love the one you're with and discover all the real benefits that came with saying, I do. I'm your host, Brian Goins, and I'm joined by Harvard-trained researcher and best-selling author, Shanti Feldhahn. I want to be a Harvard-trained researcher. I just think I'm too late. It was expensive. It was expensive. (laughs) Was it worth it, though? It was totally worth it. It was just very expensive. That's a great thing to have before your name. Well, I've loved this season so far on Married with Benefits. It has been fun. We've taken on this huge challenge where we're trying to demystify one of the biggest riddles in the entire Bible for so many husbands, and that's 1 Peter 3, 7. Yes. Husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way. How do I understand my wife? We are answering the questions that every husband is asking. Yep, this and is the application It is that We're, Bible verse. We are unpacking that verse with every episode. And so it's been a lot of fun, and we've been answering questions from real husbands like this one. Hey, I'm Ron Deal. I've been married for 34 years, and in that time I've talked to a lot of guys. And one question I've heard many times is, why in the world does my wife want to talk about the deep issues of our life and marriage and family at 11 o'clock at night? I feel your pain, guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this And you've gotten this question a lot, right? We do. We get it a ton. I mean, I know this isn't really your issue with Jen. Right. Like, it's, she doesn't necessarily do this. No, she's – if the lights are on at 1030, it's late. So she didn't even hit 11 most of the time. But that's, that's Ron Deal. Ron, of yeah. course – um, is our resident blended family guru here at Family Life. You've spoken with Ron at Blended and Blessed events. Yep. Ron is a dear friend of mine, a great author. Um, seems like he releases a book every year. Six months. Yeah. Every, I know. He's amazing. Once or twice a year. He's got one new one out with Gary Chapman that's on the five love languages for blended families, which I think is great and so excited about that. But you can find out more about him and about how he speaks and helps a very felt need in our society right now, which is there, there's some complexities to blended families. And you can find out more of that help at familylife.com slash blended. Uh, what was cool is this question was not only asked by Ron, but this is the one of the most popular questions that we got from Family Life Local, oh, which, is, which is a Facebook community. Family Life really is all about helping to change the world one home at a time, and we're doing that by unleashing and helping to train families that want to impact other families that are in their community. And so if you're interested in that, you can go to Family Life Local and sign up, and it gets you into a Facebook uh, group. And this is the question that most of them were asking. So I guess there's a lot of guys out there that are feeling this pain of getting – Right before they're about to hit REM sleep, their wife's going, hey, um, I want to I talk about the deep insecurities of your heart that I've been <laughs> noticing. I just feel the pain of all the husbands out there. What do you think has been the one of the like questions that you've asked Jeff? Oh, dear. At 11 o'clock at night. Do you have an example of one of those that, that he might have gone, yeah, this is what Shanti's asked me at 11 o'clock like, at night. Oh, gosh. Is our son ever going to, you know, get beyond his epilepsy and – is he going to be able to go to college? And yeah, I mean, is he ever going to get married? <laughs> Poor and, Jeff. And Jeff is sitting there going, uh, "What do you? I mean, I know for me as a guy, like if I get asked that at if Jen asked me at ten thirty, maybe for her it's going to be the ten thirty. If she were to roll over and ask about Brent, like, what would is Palmer going to follow Jesus and like stop being a knucklehead? And you know, I. I go, honey, we, we can deal with that in the morning, can't we? Like that question will still be there in the morning. Why do we have to deal with it right now? And so here's what's going on, guys, that um, this, by the way, this simple little truth, understanding this little important truth is one of those things that 
wow, this explains so much about your wife. Because it turns out that men and women sort of process emotions and thoughts and feelings in a very different way. And now this is not necessarily what we were talking about the last episode, which is you process verbally versus internally as a guy. She processes verbally. And yeah, that's a a piece of what's happening. But the bigger picture is actually really, it's a brain structure thing. And here's the simple way of explaining it. Imagine that you, your brain, your thoughts, your feelings are kind of like a computer desktop with one window open at a time. And you've got, you know, you're thinking about one thing or worrying about one thing and you work on that thing. And then it's like you click the X and that window closes and you open up the next window and it's very sequential. And then you click the X and go to sleep. (laughs) It's now time for me to stop thinking about this, click the X so I can go to sleep. Well, your wife's brain is not wired that way. And this is not 100%. Probably this is – I think this was about 87% of okay, women. Okay, so pretty it was, high though. It was a very high number um, where your wife's brain is probably like a computer with 10 windows or 20 <laughs> open. All the time? All at the same time and all the time. Isn't that exhausting, Shanti? It is exhausting. And Why don't you think more like us? <laughs> I know. Because our life is so much easier with just one window open. This is one of those great mysteries, deep mysteries of life that once we learned this, once we were doing all the research for, for women only and for men only, I'm like, okay, God, when I get to heaven, I'm going to have like a conversation about why you wired me this way because it is incredibly frustrating. The the other piece of this is not only do I have 10 windows open at once, all these thoughts, all these feelings, different worries. And this is where Jeff gets in trouble because he says, it's almost like your system is infected with a virus Mm. (laughs) because I have another window that pops up on the screen of my mind and I don't want it there. It's a worry about, you know, how is our son doing at school today and he had a big test and I don't want to be thinking about that right now. So I click the X to make it go away and it comes right back. It won't go away. We can't click the X to make those windows, those thoughts, those worries just disappear like you guys can. You know what we can do though? It's really neat. We can – if a window keeps doing that, all we have to do is turn on the window of the TV. Because once I open that TV, it it takes away all the other windows that I'm worried about. So that's that's a great trick that guys have. Can I just tell you how jealous every every spy, in other words, woman listening to this right now is just incredibly jealous because we can't. And so here's what's happening often, guys. When you want to go to bed, your wife has had 10, 12, whatever number windows open all day. And has been thinking about all these things. And the windows are, you know, are the kids okay, whatever. Now she's finally laying down in bed. And, oh, I can close the windows because the kids are in bed. Check. Right. Click that one. The kitchen has been cleaned. The dishes got put away. Check. Click that one. I finished all the emails to my boss because those were some big open windows. Okay, click that X. So now she only has this one window open left, Mm -hmm. which is, oh, man, you know, my son, like I'm thinking about me and Jeff. And, you know, I'm just so worried he's – the epilepsy kind of messes with some of his brain wiring and he's not able to follow group conversations. And, gosh, he just doesn't have a lot of – friends at school as a result? Is he ever going to be able to get beyond this and develop friendships? Nudge, nudge. Hey, Jeff, you know, 
I just, I was wondering, do you think that he's, what's going to happen when he's in college? Do you think that this is going to be something that he outgrows? Huh? Huh? <laughs> you know? Right. But it's it's bugging me. I need to be able to process this with, with Jeff because this was the one remaining window that kept getting pushed aside by all the to-dos of the day. And it's keeping you from going to sleep. And it's keeping me from going to sleep. And so this is something that for a lot of guys, the, it comes out of nowhere. Trust me, it's not coming out of nowhere. It's been there all day. Mm-hmm. And it's just now that she's closed the other 10 windows and this is the remaining item that's kind of – it's pulsing. It's it's problematic. It's it's swirling in her brain. And it's happening at the same time that my computer processor is shutting down. So <laughs> no. you've already you've already you've already started the shutdown sequence, and now you're wanting me to re-engage yes. and, reboot. and reboot the whole thing. And I'm running on like a Commodore 128, which for those that are listening, I have no idea what that is. That weighs way Anyone back. who's under 35 has no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Or but even 45. That's maybe. the way my know. brain is. It's going back and back. And to try to start that up again, boy, that's, that's difficult. And yeah. So, it, so doesn't Jeff just want to say, you know, in the Bible, God does speak through dreams. <laughs> and you should – he's got a lot more wisdom on this issue than I do. I would just trust that he's going to speak he's to you in your dreams. He's going to speak to you in your sleep, right. That's Shanti. a great Absolutely. question. That's what I was – yes. like, that's a great question, Shanti. I, I want to defer to God on that one. Good Ooh, that's a good answer. It's Can not going to help your wife. No? But no, that's, that's, that's a good help. line. No, okay. yeah. And and here's the thing for the <laughs> for the guys listening into this. We're like, please, what do I do? Right, what do I do? There, there are two things that are – sort of important here. The first is to recognize what's going on, right? Like she's not trying to torture you. (laughs) And when you recognize this, also recognize that it's not like it just came up out of nowhere. This is something that's been in there that she's worried about. And so there's a sort of a step one and a step two, I would think, that come through this. I mean, one of them is to sort of go, Try to engage as much as you can, which is maybe not going to be very much, and just recognize kind of like in the last episode we were talking about listening to her feelings. Really realize it's really more that there's a worry underneath there. Gotcha. And the worry is the important thing. The feelings about it, you know, I know that that must be scary Which to, is really, to worry about that. And I just want to emphasize that, underline that, that, that the issue is more of a feeling than it is a, a fixing Yes, And I think that's where guys get messed up is that, oh, she's wanting me to engage and fix the problem, fix the worry versus just acknowledge the worry. Would that be fair? That is very fair. And it leads then to what is easier about this, which is the step two, which is to essentially at some point say, you know, I I keep dropping off because I'm so tired. You know, I can see that this is an issue and – I didn't realize that that was that big of a worry for you. Um, you know what? Tomorrow morning after we get the kids off to school, let's dig into that a little bit. You know, let's let's talk about it. And and what would make you feel better? And and here's the answer, guys, for anything that's an open window. And this is whether it's eleven o'clock at night or two in the afternoon. And or she's right worrying a about game. yeah, or because <laughs> that's when my that's when Jen usually asks my questions. It's not eleven o'clock at night. <laughs> It's before the Tar Heels are about to play, and I've been looking forward to this all day, and I'm, I've got my nachos going. And then, honey, these kids, what are we going to do about about this issue or this issue? I'm like, 
the game's about to start. So she's got an open window. I've closed all of mine and I've opened up my stomach window and I'm and ready you're to ready. go. ready, yes. And every guy listening knows exactly what you're talking about. And all the women are like, what? Like, because that is so not the way our brains are wired. But the bottom line, guys, is if you're seeing a sign that there's an open window that's popping up on the screen of her mind and is bugging her, the key really is to be able to recognize that she's going to need to take some action to resolve it. Sometimes it's talking it through. Sometimes it's, you know, gosh, I am just, I'm really nervous about whether or not this, you know, these the brain wiring is going to get worse or get better. You know, rather than making her feel kind of silly for needing to address this, needing to work it through, Give her permission. I know that sounds funny, but encourage her. Give her permission. Is there something that would help you close that window? It sounds like you have an open window. Is there something that would help you close the window? I mean, like would it help, for example, to actually call the neurologist at some point and say, you know, in your experience, does this get better after a certain age? Like would that make you feel better? And her sort of hearing from you that you'd be okay with that and encouraging that is actually really helpful. That's good. So it's helping to process by asking a question, by saying, hey, how could we – do we want to solve this now or is this something you want to deal with now? Um, Maybe offering uh, opportunity. I think the other thing I hear is find the the place to deal with the open window, whether that's in the morning, at a lunch or, hey, this is really important. Acknowledge. That is really a big thing. Just validate those feelings. Validate those worries and then go, I would love to be able to engage fully with this. Could we do it? And then fill in a blank. Right. Like just essentially recognize this is a signal of something you did not realize was a big worry in her heart. That there is an issue here. And this is, again, it's what we were saying last time. It's a way that you can really actually be a hero and be your wife's protector and provider by, I know it sounds funny, but literally by helping her think through, talk through the feelings, recognizing that there's an issue there that you didn't realize was one and you're attending to it and you're showing her great care by attending to it. And then the other piece of it is not just pulling out the feelings but also going, okay, would it make you feel better to do something about this? Yeah. And I can tell this means a lot to you. Like that's a big, that's a big aha for me. Just even saying that statement is, is, a, is a good That's a one. really good line. I think this is another reason why it's important for – and this is something Jen and I have, have really tried to practice – is eliminating as many screens as possible before you go to bed because I can think of windows popping up unexpectedly at the last minute when a guy or a gal is looking at their screens and it's like, boom, that pops up. And that creates – triggers some worry, triggers some other thing to think about. And so that's one of those issues where it's like, hey, be preemptive. Prepare for that. If you really want good sleep, you know <laughs> – Eliminate some of the screens. Actual screens as opposed to the mental ones right. that we were talking about. Right, because they, they, they trigger other things in our heart. And then the other thing is, okay, guys, if you know that pillow talk is probably something that's going to happen, Jim and Ryan were talking about, hey, be preemptive about that. Here's some, ask her some questions. Ooh. Do a little preemptive so it's almost Very like a, it's almost like a a, a um hey I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna lead the conversation because it might open a different screen and the other screen goes away, right? Or it could just open a whole other set of screens. So here were some of them. I thought they were kind of good. What is your dream vacation for us someday? 
I get her thinking about something different. I like this. You know, that's well, one of them. This is just you being a good husband and wanting to hear your wife's heart. Well, Jim and Ryan are good husbands. Yeah. So right. uh, what do you remember about our first date? When was the last time you asked that question? That's kind of interesting. And then what's the best thing about being married to me? <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> now, the only thing is I'm on behalf of all the guys. Yeah. Is I'm thinking – Okay, don't ask those questions right as you're going to bed. Yes. Because then that opens up a whole other set of screens and now you'll have two or three things to talk about. So, guys, you have a choice between being a great husband or getting sleep. So, No, 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 no. See, I know all the guys are going, yes, that's what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Just those two simple things that we were talking Same about Same again. Two simple things. You're, you are recognizing that there's a worry, there's a feeling there and you're pulling it out and, and that includes – Going, man, this sounds like it's really important to you. Let's talk about it tomorrow morning once the kids go off to school or whatever. You know, let's talk about it tomorrow night at dinner. I'm, I'm, I want to hear more about this. And it's hard for me to listen right now because I'm, I'm falling asleep. But I'm, I'm recognizing that's important to you. So sort of recognize the importance, pulling out the feelings, including saying, can we do it later? And the second thing is I can tell this is bugging you. Is there something that would help you, something you need to do that would make you feel better? Yeah. That's and that's good. not you offering a solution because right. she's not asking for that. That's basically saying, is there something that would make you feel better? Yeah. Like, for example, maybe tomorrow you can call the neurologist and ask that question. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, Ryan also, I thought this is a great idea. Sometimes simply praying is a great way to find quick closure. Like, is it good just to have a moment where you go, hey, honey, I know we're not going to solve this issue tonight. Can we just pray about it real quick? I love that. I, I absolutely good. love that. And yeah. as long as the woman doesn't feel like he's doing it to escape mm-hmm. and that it's right. a real prayer. Let's take this to the absolutely. Lord. You pray for a while. And if you don't hear me, just know that I'm deep in meditation about this issue and uh, and just take it to the Lord, right? Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. You don't want to do that. But I think – and I think it is going, hey, pray and then say, hey, let, let's find a time where we can really delve yeah. into this. So. Guys, our hope and our desire is that you get sleep. That's really what I want you hearing is that we're for you. We want you to do that. But we also want you to do it in a way that where you feel like you honor your wife, you live with your wife in an understanding way. It's what Paul talks about in Philippians is that I'm going to try to not just seek out my own needs, but I'm going to seek out the needs of the one that I'm with, the one that I want to be with the most. And so thank you again, Shanti. This is great. I'm enjoying doing this with you in this series especially. I feel like we're tackling some great questions. And our mission here at Family Life is to help develop godly families who change the world one home at a time. And it's going to start with the couple. It's going to see more and more husbands and wives being one with each other so that they can take that oneness uh, around the world. And, and we don't just say that lightly. Around the world is right across the street. It's in your neighborhood. How can you as a couple impact the people that are around you? Early in this episode, I mentioned a group of people that have that exact passion. It's called Family Life Local. Family Life Local is a growing online community. It's free to join, and by joining, you'll receive a monthly e-newsletter called The Local, full of tips and tools for influencing your corner of the world. Uh, membership to a private Facebook group. Think of it as sort of like a think tank where you can ask and answer questions a lot like this. That's and, awesome. Yeah, you can find out, hey, I'm, I'm dealing with this. Are you dealing with this? Are you, are you talking to others that are, that are dealing with this question? Um, I'm finding more and more. In fact, Shanti, I had a guy that in our Family Life Local community where um, – He's, he's a counselor and he works at a church and he helps other marriages and he sends our podcast out. Well, that's awesome. You know, that, I love it. And you guys are more than welcome to do and that. I, and I hope everybody does send our podcast out to yeah. other husbands that need it. 
pass yeah. it pass it around. You're going to also get video training as well as a chance to help shape future family life content like this one where we got a question and we wanted to answer it. So if you have a heart for families in your community, you want to see your marriage make a difference in the world, and you want more information on how to join this remarkable group, go to familylife.com slash local. That's familylife.com slash local. want to thanks to all of those that have been subscribing to the podcast, yes. Married with Benefits. Uh, we love um, our, our people. Yep. Uh, and everyone who has clicked donate at familylife.com, we appreciate your support. This is a listener-supported podcast, so we appreciate that. want to say thank you to our audio producer, CJ3, the entire Married with Benefits team. Thank you so much for helping us pull this off every time we do an episode. You know, next time on Married with Benefits, uh, we're going to bring on Family Life Today host, Ann Wilson. And she's she's gonna, amazing. We needed the big guns for this one because this question is is a pretty significant one, one that we've heard a lot of guys um, struggle with. I know I've dealt with this. It's what do I do when trust has been broken? When you feel like your wife is distant, what yeah. does that mean? What's going on? Yeah, that's a. this is a big one that I think a lot of guys and maybe some of the spies, the wives that are mm-hmm. listening in, will want to hear. Yeah, so you're going to want to join Anne and Shanti and myself. So we look forward to answering that question. Until then, I'm your host, Brian Goins. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.